you're back. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's been a fucking long time. Shit. What's going on, everybody? Now, everybody b- straight? Before we start, I just want to say thank you to all our listeners, man. We really yeah, appreciate y'all. thank you, y'all. niggas. Shout out y'all. Shout out y'all. Niggas and real. niggas, I appreciate y'all listening to this shit, bro. We really, like, work hard on this and try to give y'all honest, genuine content, so. No doubt, no doubt. Thank you for all the reviews, the ratings, the follows and shares, all that. It's not tell your hoes, lightly. tell your nigga, tell your babies, tell your grandma, tell your male lady. Put them on yeah. the game, because, like, this is some real <laughs> shit, bro. It's the early yeah. stage, so so get on before it get good. Exactly. So what's going on? What are we talking about today? Um. Well, in terms of what's been going on with y'all, just in life in general, past two, three weeks since we last recorded, what's been going on? Shit. Uh, work is fucking work. Been um, making music. Just trying to stay busy, bro, because, like, I just see like how things are turning out and just the little buzz we have now, which I'm super grateful for. It just gives me insight that this can really turn into something really special. So I'm just trying to stay busy, uh, work hard on that. I always stay creative and have ideas ready to go for any other projects, things I got going on. So for sure, just trying to for keep sure. it moving, bro. What yeah, bro. I've been, been kind of thinking like, I don't know, like we've been, a lot of stuff has happened like in the past. It seems like two weeks, like a lot of loss. A lot of like really like sad things or whatever. So I've been oh, yeah. just really Fucking being Kobe, bro. hell yeah, Kobe, everybody, pop, pop, pop smoke. smoke. I like people on a local level. I know them passed away, bro. So it's kind of like just being really grateful about all the time that I do have, knowing that time is limited. Um, I've been able to just find new energy from that and like uh, take everything just a, a bit more seriously. You know what I mean? Because yeah, you never know. Sure, take people sure. more seriously and time and everything you do more seriously. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you got to. What you said you was on, Tyler? Um, I'm just working, bro. I Sweet. mean, work is work is getting better. Uh, I really, I had a conversation with some, like, old lady. She was trying to question my work. And I'm like, bro, like, don't question like, my bitch. work. You like, bitch. You like, bitch. Who the fuck you talk to? I got a degree, ho. <laughs> nah, I'm just like, uh, don't, like... Don't be rude when you question my word. Like if you if you have a question about it, just like ask me nicely. Like what does this mean? What are the numbers that you show? What you me mean rude? What she say? What she say? It was rude. Like she was like, I ran this same thing, and these are my numbers. So change your report and get it back whoa, to me. Whoa, 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 wait, like, before you before you go. Yes, she is. <laughs> All right, now continue. And I'm just like, I don't even report you, so I don't know why you like emailing me out the blue on some bullshit like that. But we got it settled, and she was in the wrong, so we're gonna have the VP talk to her, and she's gonna get set right. She's like, exactly. bitch, get it together. Talking about these bake me some brownies. <laughs> <laughs> Apology brownies. But yeah, it's just put some weed in them. This thing's trying to have a whole fucking workplace geeked up. <laughs> All right, so. I'm working hard. Tyler's working hard and getting racist threats on email. And Sam Excel. just started a new job. How's Sam that job going? Sam got a bag now. What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, just started that corporate life. Hate it already. Go back to freelance. <laughs> yeah, I hear, I hear it in your tone. You're like, I hate it here. Yeah, man, I need to go back to freelance, man. You know, jailbreaking, you know, uh, what's some shit called? Fire sticks and all that shit, man. Nigga, need, need to break you out of jail, nigga. All them percolators you've been selling on Edgewood, nigga. But nah, it's good, though. Uh, I'm just adjusting right now. You know, it's a new thing. Um, hopefully by the summer, you know, I'm fully integrated so, you know, I can really show my shit. Get an hour lunch break, you know, be like, man. Whip your dick out, show your whip shit. Whip your dick out, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta whip it out on the table, you know, just yeah. style. You know how we doing it, man. Okay, Arm, what you been up to, bro? School? School still going crazy? We chilling, we balanced, you know. <laughs> you ain't <laughs> never balanced, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we grieving, Kobe. 
Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that's still that's crazy. Wrong. They didn't even bury the man yet. Or they, they buried did. him. Yes, they did. Yeah. I'm saying they, they buried him. They didn't have a uh, ceremony yet. That's tomorrow. Oh, yeah. You know they had they sold tickets for that. That's foul. They sold they it. They sold tickets. Yeah, they did sell tickets. The proceeds going to the Vanessa foundation though. Proceeds nope. going to a foundation. So no, Mambo on three. That's what they say now. Bro, am I the only nigga that just be like sitting and then randomly think, damn, Kobe died? Yeah. That was me the first. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think about it. I try to just go about like I, life. Like, I'll just be doing something. This day, I know I'll be like, damn, Kobe really died, bro. This shit crazy. Well, that I was like me Instagram. the first day. That was like, the something first like day, that. Like, okay, you go down okay. Twitter or something, and okay. then, like, it just reminds you that Kobe died, bro. Okay, that's different. You're thinking about you just eating the same. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not over here, damn, like, Kobe beating did. my meat, and this thing, you know, damn, Kobe died. All you eating a tender right. milk, all of a sudden, damn, Kobe died. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga looking at that Cherokee DS. It's like, damn, Kobe dropped 81. Shit, mid, <laughs> mid <laughs> nut. <laughs> stop, stop. Post nut clarity, bro. We fucking niggas up, bro. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> hey, but the, the crazy thing about Kobe, though, he was really like a role model to like so many different people. And like, in some ways, I don't know if it was his life or the way he, his work ethic or whatever, he really inspired a lot of people. And I think that brings up like a really interesting topic uh, for today when we think about who our role models are. Because so many people acted like they could relate to Kobe. But I feel like we have other role models that we actually have contact with. You know what I'm saying? Like day-to-day mm-hmm. life that help us get through. And that even Kobe's death kind of made me think more deeply about who those people were. You know what I'm saying? And like why they matter. Yeah, for sure. Because like just seeing, I think it's the fact that it happened so sudden. Like out of nowhere, like, oh, shit. And then we started reflecting on everything, like how he was a fucking phenom as a young and then just he everything he said out he would he would do, he did. And I remember uh, an article Jamel Hill wrote, she was like, Kobe was like the embodiment of the of he's the embodiment of what we think we could be. Cause he did everything he set out to do. You know, like he had a crazy driving work ethic where like he really was like all about basketball and everything he set out to do, he did. He was on he was challenging Michael Jordan on a court like, bro, I'm about to body you, nigga. You old anyway. You don't care about kids as it is. You just care about the shoes and bootleg, I mean, bootcut jeans. So it's like, yeah. And he just, it's crazy to think how someone we thought was so, like, like amazing and special was so mortal at the same time. That's another thing, too. Like, it was like, oh, fuck. Like, I was thinking, like, shit, Kobe's going to hop out that fucking helicopter, nigga, and go practice or some shit. And yeah. it was like, oh shit, that didn't happen. It's crazy how everybody felt that way. It was like, no, nah, that's not real. He even to get up and just walk out, like walk out the flames and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and definitely. Kobe, Kobe gave a lot of weird advice though, man. I don't know. Waking up at 6 a.m., I don't agree with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you just why he hooping at and you gonna do <laughs> shit in life. <laughs> he hooping at 4 a.m. in the morning, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they talking about some. Yeah, Kobe got the most grind. He the first one in, last one out. I don't believe in all that, bro. I don't believe in all I mean, that. It's all relative, I, bro. It's all relative. I believe you in what's best for you. Do show up, do what you do while you're there, and then go. You I know mean, what but saying? you gotta put the extra time into it. That's true, but I, you know, concerning. And it's something you're passionate about too. Yeah, yeah. You try like he literally knew every like aspect of the game, so it's like obviously him coming in at four and leaving at the latest time is it worked. He's low-key a sociopath. He would, like, call, like, Smush Parker, you trash, don't talk to me. That's where people, <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's like, normal. swept under the rug right now. What like, normal yo. person wouldn't do that? Yeah. <laughs> he's wild. He, he he's just, wild. He just needed that motivation. You know how some people, like, they that need ain't motivation. external motivation. To but be a lot of people person. don't respond to that, though. 
I mean, it wasn't about how the other person responded. If you Smush Parker, him. nobody cares how you responded. But, yeah. Yeah. but I think deep down, he was trying to motivate him, them bro. niggas. If you act like Smush Parker yeah. and you think like Smush Parker, you need you need somebody like Kobe. Yeah, I mean, no no one said Kobe was the greatest leader. He just might have been the epitome of success for some people. So, like, you know, as a leader, you got to have, um, how should I say this? You got to lead different people different ways. So it's like, he know he knows that his motivated motivation was him just saying, are you ass, be better. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, for Smush Parker, it might have been like, here, let me show you the ways to be great. Yeah, let, me, no, 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 be let me show you how not to be ass. Yeah, I'm fucking Kobe. Yeah. Ass, that's what it is. Yeah. He, ass is he the called baseline, Dwight Howard soft behind his back. He I mean, ain't saying that in his face. He might have been just trying he to was doing his, Yeah, like, he had those kind of tactics. Like, like, I'm going to get under your skin. Yeah, you know it was saying? like subliminal yeah. shit. Or like, or like when Luke Walton showed up, like, dumb, like, hungover. He yeah. was like, I want this nigga to check me the whole whole practice. He dropped, like, 80 on his forehead. Yeah. Like, like, he was like, yeah, bro, don't fucking do this shit again. Because I clearly take this shit more serious than you, you know? So who are the Kobe's, the Kobe's and the leaders in y'all lives? I mean, who do you... It can't just be Kobe. We ain't ever met Kobe at the end of the day. But we have people that's, like a part of our everyday ecosystems, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, going into the corporate world, I didn't necessarily have a um, clear-cut role model when I first started. I mean, just my mom is in a corporate world, but she's not in the same aspect of UPS, so she can't tell me what's going on. Um, so that being said, I had to find a role model there, and I found, like, this VP, and she was really an informative black woman. She was really informative. Yeah, there we go. And cool. how to... Because um... I was about to say, <laughs> the last time we... Exactly. She was that, you know, that color. She was calling you, you fucking nigga, you know how to count. Like, oh, nigga, what? <laughs> nah, but um, my mentor, she's been really helpful in trying to help me navigate it. And part of it, too, she's kind of older. She's been at UPS for, like, 20-something years, so she kind of has that older mindset. So some aspects, I can't go to her to get a clear answer. But um, I remember one thing she told me was always document your work. And when she first said that, I was kind of like, okay, duh, I'm going to document it because, I mean, like, it's just what, I, it's what I'm doing every day. But she was like, no, you need to document it to show how invaluable you are to the team so when you're going for new positions or you're trying to interview for other jobs, you can say, this is what I've done. This is how I've done it. This is what I brought to the team. This is what I made better. And a lot of times when we uh, start new projects, we always think about the end goal, but we don't think about the stuff we did in the middle so she was kind of like true that's very true and she was yeah. like you always want to show how you made things better than you found it and she yeah. was like that's something that a lot of people don't really realize when they're doing stuff she's like you, you just do it submitting say here look at the finished product but you don't say I've helped streamline these pro these projects or I've I brought this something new to the table I was involved in this which has done X, Y, and Z and she was kind of just like um, know your worth to the team and how you like navigate uh new roles, new positions. Because, I mean, we do, uh, our uh, raises are tied into our performance reviews. Right. And so she was kind of just like, when you go, you don't want to just say, yeah, I've done my job and that's it. You want to say, I've exceeded what you perceive my job to be. And that way, when you're looking for new roles or you're looking for um, a different opportunity, your manager can be like, okay, well, I, I trust them to make this leap. I trust them to do X, Y, and Z. So... Oh Lord, here we go. I hear some other crazy sounding advice. I hear I hear people suggesting that black people should work harder than they should. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get where this is like, going. We, got slavery on every we should be working day. less. We should be working less. Shit. Working less hard, not harder. So like, did you apply that to 
any of your like your own personal growth too? Because she was like saying like you need to show people like yo I'm valuable. This is my worth. I've made this thing better. Mm-hmm. Did you do that to yourself? Like man, I've got this far. Like did you do like the same same like self reflection using her advice? Um yeah I when I look back on like have um, thought about my accomplishments throughout life i've kind of subconsciously done that just trying to uh, give myself congrats congratulations for some of the things that i've been doing already because i mean for some people they want the big prize at the end to say like this is this quantifies all the work i've done exactly i've started to reward myself for the little things i've been doing so um in that aspect i've used it but i mean i haven't necessarily said like um me waking up this morning, brushing my teeth, that was a good thing. Like, you know, I haven't done that. It is for some niggas. I mean, I haven't done that. So you but, ain't yeah. got boo-boo breath hollering uh, at white folks at your job. I mean, in that case, if they talking crazy, you should have boo-boo breath. Yeah. You know, get the extra respect <laughs> on top of it, you know? <laughs> but, like, you should just... It, that goes back to, like, a, a problem I used to have. Like, I would always be, like, the end goal. And if I'm not there yet or I haven't done it, I'm like, well, I'm, I suck. And it's like, yeah. no, bro. You've done stuff leading up to that in... The things you've been doing for years is going to lead up to that eventually in some way. It may not be exactly what I think it is now. It may turn to something different, you know? Yeah. It may be in a whole different field or try different projects, you know? But it's the process but, that matters. It's the, it's the process, journey. yeah, exactly. It's the but journey. But you need people that, that affirm that, you know what I'm saying? That goes back to the whole, like, role models, advisors, mentors thing. Like, you need people who affirm that and can just say, look, calm down. You're doing so good already, you know what I'm saying? And, like, you've right. done this, this, and this. Or I remember when you were at this point, and now yeah. you've already put this together. Like, you need people that, that do that kind of supporting for you, you know? Yeah, and that's Definitely. another thing she said. Like, um, she said, go to your supervisor or manager and ask them how you're doing. She was like, you need to ask these questions so you can know. And, and before, my mindset was kind of like, well, if I'm doing a bad job, they'll tell me. If I'm doing a good job, they'll tell no, me it's that. But she won't. was like, you need to go to them and say, how am I performing on this project? What yeah. can I do better? And because she was like, it's a team, and that's how you have to view it. So if you're playing on, like, we all play sports here. So if you playing a sport and you waiting for the team captain or the coach to tell you ass, then like you're gonna be ass forever. <laughs> you playing with Kobe? Kobe. You playing with Kobe? Yeah. 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 Like, what sport we play? <laughs> Tuesday pickup. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she was just like you need to have that constant feedback and a lot of stuff that UPS says is that um oh, damn I said my company fuck you said it earlier but I was just gonna let it slide it's damn. over with it's out there it's over with oh. your head nigga we oh. scamming your bitch ass it's oh. done with I'm out it's of here it's a wrap alright I got no more do <laughs> is that an unwritten <laughs> rule or something what no, I mean just so you know ain't no weirdos you know sending you like Oh, okay, know. okay. I'm like, damn, he's, we gonna get sued or some shit? Nah, nah I mean, I just want to You don't know what the niggas gonna do. I wouldn't play with him. <laughs> 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 you ain't getting them uh, 36 count magnums no more on expedited shipping because you didn't drop your name, drop your company. <laughs> oh, fuck. Baby, hey, on the who way, put nigga. y'all on them, though? I put y'all on that. Oh, and you I, did, you oh did. You know, shout out to yes, you. Yes, I bro. did. Tyler's trying to deny <laughs> me. Yes, I did, who bro. 36 packs. I heard No, he got a bag on the way that's like bigger than everybody's in here. I'm saying that so. it might not come. <laughs> I'm saying it to existence, bitch. Oh, wait, so um, in in your field, um, what is what is my field? I mean, I don't even like why are we using the word fields once again, <laughs> bro? So today I've heard work harder in the field, bro. This does not sound good, bro. We need to change the whole language and the landscape about how we talk about this stuff. Work twice as hard in the field. Ask your boss if you're doing well. <laughs> this is slavery all over again. This is literally a corporate, a slavery story. Yeah, we in the field, <laughs> trenches. What are we talking about? Nah, oh, no. <laughs> nah, but Ern, Ern, what about you, though? Role models, go. 
Hmm. Paulo G. Of course, hundred <laughs> percent. Young boy. I guess uh, role models like older versions of myself. I'm oh like, Lord. I wonder how did I get. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that look like? <laughs> is that your dad? So what that look like? Not older, grandma? like, but like you know, like previous, like iterations of you like mm-hmm. me last year me the year before you, do you look at like wow what did i get to yeah. here I'm like uh-huh. all right let me pick like that a little slimmer and, like, get to here like <laughs> when i when i want to go like 2022 what are the things i need to take out of like my daily r- rituals routines so i can keep this healthy and like protected mindset going because you don't want to lose your sanity over nothing like, uh, some yeah. couple dollars an hour i think it's right. the the best advice I've heard is like, don't work for like a job, but like, what's your, how are you gonna make a dent in the universe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause we're Thank all just remembered. like, we're all really just little specks of dust and yeah. it's huge, big dust ball that is this world. Like it's huge. Yeah. So like that's why I have like a nonchalant attitude. A lot of things It's like, does it really matter at the end of the day? Not really. Like I had a boss email me in all caps the other day and I said, Two words like we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't finna yell at me digitally, bitch. Like the fuck you thought this was. You're not finna beat my ass. That's it, like that's yeah, the yeah. That's the energy. That's yeah. these hands. That's you the best advice you can have going through life. You're not gonna beat my ass. <laughs> so you shoot your shot with a girl you think got a chance. You're not gonna beat my ass if you say you're Until not that girl with me. beat your ass. And oh. I mean, who, <laughs> nigga, who you shooting your shot with? Britney Griner, nigga. <laughs> that's why I try not to talk about bro. like these government boss, entities these are not like that. Should not be disrespecting y'all like that. That's because that then you got to go to Tyler to try to get some help and that ain't gonna help you know what I'm saying <laughs> I mean you I mean, give up something when you don't do that like you give up income you give up revenue like he's taking that shit cause he gets that every two weeks feeling every oh, Friday yeah. you happy but, that, the th- but the thing is I'm not even just taking shit from like my supervisors or my managers it's just like just random people who are on my same level trying to check me because they're trying to advance they're trying to make themselves look better like that lady she emailed me cause the report I sent out um, she gets clout directly chasing. graded on her numbers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Clay, so dick sucking, clout chasing. <laughs> so it's like, and then the, and the thing I did, you know, I was like, it's above me now. That's basically what I did. <laughs> I said that because I was like, I was like, if you don't like it, go to the director because I was like, the director approved what I said. Yeah. So it's like, if you don't like it, go to him and talk to him. And she talked to him and he told me to do some stuff for her and just to verify what she was saying. I did it. And she, he went to the VP and was like, she's basically wrong. She was like, we need to tell her to basically shut the fuck up and stop talking to him. <laughs> he ain't say all that. He ain't say all that. No, I mean, but in like, in, in a basic way, that's what he said. But I mean, he was just kind of like, because what she was doing and how the numbers she got him, she was doing it wrong compared to all the other um, districts and regions that were doing it. So, I mean, she was in the wrong uh, so that's so the professional that's, world. That's professional world. But what about like, there's other types of advice and insight we need that just don't have to do with nine to five, right? Like there's right. there's yeah, sure. like all these other areas, aspects of life, like our romantic life, our family, our friend relationships, like, you know, like who, how do y'all feel like well, romantic y'all life role model easily, G Herbo's fucking baby mama with all the cakes and she with every new rapper every other week. Like That's your romantic bag, model. Yo. Oh, yeah, Lord. absolutely, bro. You got to get a bag where you go, say hi to them, and then you just go find somebody else. Like, you're that's what you got to do, bro. You're going to live a terrible life. <laughs> you know what's not funny, a, not though? Not if I got APs on my wrist, bitch. It's <laughs> crazy. People really look at those kind of people, though. People look at those people as, like, case study. Like, like they looking really at is. what they do next and how they move as some sort of understanding of themselves. That's some weird stuff right there. Yeah, that know. is some weird Because that's not a normal life. Like It's not. 
It's you got 25,000 people paid, watching though. you on IG Live. That's not normal. She getting Whatever paid, little baby did. I don't even know, know the story. But he <laughs> had 25,000 people know. looking. Everybody cheating. Everybody high. I mean, this, this is nigga shit. Don't promote that for me. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> that's what You're not going to beat my ass. We just said that was good advice. Go outside right now. <laughs> I mean, we recording, so, bitch. Do, do any of y'all have um, parental roles or just like parental. older people who can like show you what love is in a romantic sense? Um, mm. I guess the first people you look at would be like your parents, right? But, yeah. you know, for Ooh, some not people, mine. that's not... Nah, yeah, right. like for some people, that's not just the stereotypical... Black love or, you know, whatever. So, yeah. like, I know looking at my parents, they have issues. You know, they fight and argue just like everybody else. But at yeah. the end of the day, I know that they still love each other. So, they are my role models in that sense. So, I take a lot from them. But I look at them and I be like, I wouldn't do that with my wife, you know. Yeah. Or I wouldn't do that with, uh, I wouldn't want my wife to do that with me. So, yeah. you know, you give or take with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like... They arguing because he got a secret family. They arguing like, nigga, you left the ketchup out, nigga. It'd be and stupid I to, shit. Like, make a sandwich. Yeah. Shit like that. I ain't like the way you said that. Like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, shut up. Bro, that kind of stuff matters, though. No, that kind of stuff matters, though, bro. When you get into the weeds of a long-term commitment with somebody and, like, you really have to live in the same four walls as them every day, stuff like how you say stuff or when you say it, all that starts taking on more meaning, you know? True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you pick this person, bro. You don't get... The, it's not like... Now you a girl don't do something you don't like, and you can just go talk to another girl. Like that's just not supposedly how that model works with the monogamous, you know, yeah. long term commitment. You don't have that sort of flexibility in space. So how people treat you, I think, takes on more meaning. Yeah, it definitely does. I don't know if role model like is like a romantic way. Uh, I know for sure I don't. I don't got one, uh, bro. I don't, I'm trying. I'm trying to think like. Shit. My <laughs> grandparents been married. Hey, name drop. My grandparents hey, no. married like 50, 50 uh, years or something like that. I don't think they're my model. Yeah. Successfully married 50 years, over 50 years. I don't think that's my model. Nigga, them niggas started hating each other 10 years in, nigga. <laughs> they started so, sleeping in different uh, bedrooms, ordering different to go plays from this is it. Like <laughs> So so what's your what's your role Pick model if you don't if you don't want to be like <laughs> it seems like you don't want to be married 50 years, so it's like what is your long-term happiness or marriage looking like? Don't get me on record saying I don't want to be married 50 years. I'm just saying <laughs> that uh, it just seems like in terms of how my grandma, like, engages my grandfather and, like, what she has to kind of, like, put up with in terms of his, like, attitude or whatever the case may be, it doesn't seem like something I would want to stick through. And maybe I'm just underdeveloped in that way or, like, can't really see it because I'm just so young. But, like, I don't, I can't see the utility of it in that way, you know what I'm saying? It allows for people, I think, to manipulate situations when they have that sort of hold on you for that long and that and the conditions like kids and comfort and all that. It allows mm-hmm. for people to, like, manipulate the situation and do th- certain things or don't do certain things that otherwise wouldn't happen if you kind of had that, like, ability to depart, you know what I'm saying? Or you had that sort of range and flexibility. I feel like when you give that up for that long in that way, it molds into some other shit, bro. I don't know. No, nah, I feel like once you have it for that long, you really need to have, like, an open line of communication. Because, I mean, when you get to a certain point to where you're just like, oh, that's just who they are, that's just what they're going to do, then that part fucks up the mm-hmm. whole situation. You got to exactly. always say, like, this doesn't excite me. This doesn't make me happy. I don't like this, what you do. Like, you have to continue to do that because if you just settle, then that's what you're going to do for the next 
30, 40, 50 years. You just right. have to just say, like, even if y'all been married for 20 years, you got to say, A, like, I don't like when you do this or I don't like when you do that. And I don't necessarily like using older people as a role model for marriage because a lot of times it's not the same situation that we're in now because a lot of times our grandmothers didn't work or our grandmothers didn't have to be the primary breadwinner in the family. So it was in the sense to where our granddad could control everything and they could control how the family, like, grows. And that's not the mindset or mentality we're in now because a lot of times we're going to be with women who make just as much or more than us. So it's kind of like the dynamics of family will even be different. So who can even really tell us how to navigate that if, in like, you know, back in our family, all the women are submissive. I'm not saying in my family that's how it goes, but for yeah. most people's family, that's kind of yeah. how it is. It's like er, the women is known to be submissive. The man makes the decision. The man does everything Right, else. and then and that's the best model. And they may last in that way, but we know that's not our ultimate sort of like how we want to exist in how you want to be. So yeah. I really, that goes back to like, who said, was it Dorian or you, Tyler you're saying you don't think you have a model in yeah. that way? I don't think yeah. I have a clear romantic model. Um, and then you could also say, a lot of people say, well, it's not about people that there's, if you are believe certain faiths or whatever, like there's a model for how relationships should be. And like love is, is outlined in some ways. Like if you Christian, you believe it's unconditional and all this other stuff. I don't know. Like, I have not come to any sturdy conclusions on any of that stuff, you know? Yeah, I feel like um, every relationship is different. Yeah, for um, sure. And you got to just... Con- what, I, what I'm finding out now is that people just don't know how to communicate, bro. Like, um, in my relationship now, we just try to... Oh, Lord, we finna get spicy. Nah. Oh, Lord. Muy caliente. Oh. Muy Tyler's closing everything today. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, in my relationship, we always try to keep an open line of communication, like, no judgment. Like, whatever you say, I got to respect what you say because that's how you feel. Like, I'm not going to get defensive and say, oh, you that's not what I mean. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no I gaslighting just, and shit. Yeah, I just, I just try to, like, oh, I take what you say. I'm going to, like, process it. I'm going to analyze it. I'm going to say, okay, like, this is how you feel. This was my intention. I understand how you took it. Because it's not about what you said and how you meant it. It's how the other person interpreted it. So, like, that's how you you have to, you know, navigate it. And what I found is that a lot of people in, in relationships, especially older people, they just didn't have that line of communication or the man didn't want to take what the woman said as like a valid um critique of the relationship they're kind of just like oh, shut the fuck up like you know yeah. they was yeah. like all you do is cook me bacon and make these kids so while i listen to you about your feelings and stuff which is fucked up that and i shit think it's fucked up and i think it comes with you know growth and adapting like even if you're in a relationship 30 years in you should always be willing to keep an open mind, you know, and adapt yeah. to whatever the needs are, your partner sure. and everything like that. Once it becomes like stale and static, that's when you, I feel like you have a lot of your problems, but. You got to renew that commitment over and over and over again. Exactly. When they get yeah. tough, I mean, when they do something. You don't need no yeah. ceremony, but you know. <laughs> no, yeah, but I just mean, mean like. Metaphorically. You gotta, yeah, you got to keep it going because like, that's the person, you, like you said, it's a choice. It's not like this was like guaranteed, like it was fate. It was like you made the decision to make this person your partner. So then how do you together. know that though? Like, how do you know? This is my thing. People change, people evolve. I'm 23. I was not the same person completely at 18 or 19. That wasn't even that long ago. So like when you are committing to somebody, what are you committing to? And like what's the the sort of model for that? Like what are you committing to to go through with that person? What kind of shifts are too much or too, you know like what where's the threshold on that because you're not signing up for whatever with somebody 
when you right. pick to choose a lifetime with them. You're you're signing up for a certain set of parameters that I feel like you have to are, you have to communicate that shit and also it can be a lot of disagreement about when someone has moved out of that, you know? I think you're committing to the person and what the person may bring to you from this point forward. You know, like I see myself being with you. I see myself having all this joy and comfort and gratitude and you teach me a lot and you show me things and now we got these badass kids running around, but I only want them kids with Joe fine ass, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So I think you're committing to the idea of like, this person is going to make my life better. So that's when I feel like you got to work through the the rough patches, the times when y'all don't want to talk or y'all got beef or whatever, any kind of things like that, or when it gets stale. Like, because I think you're committing to the idea, like, okay, I know we're going through some shit right now, but when we get the shit back going right, everything is smooth sailing. I have no worry about it. Like, I don't have to worry about you. Uh, smoking collard green flavor hookah. That's a reference to the first episode. Uh, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like I have to worry about that. Series. Yeah, that's a reference. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, you don't have to worry about uh, you not being at home or me not feeling like I'm not enough or, like, I'm not worth it or anything. Like, because when you're with that person, everybody's on one accord. It's like, okay, it's not just, it's our bond that's going to take us to where we want to be. It's not yeah. just you as an individual or me as an individual. It's like how we both combine and our energies collide and then we go to a different place of, like, you know, happiness, you know, euphoria, whatever. So With I think so that's much what that, people try to commit to. Yeah, so yeah. much of that, though, seems like it's, um, rehearsed though and constructed like I don't think that is as natural like that was really beautiful but I don't feel like that's as natural as people like to think it is I think a lot of it is like what Tyler was saying communication it's like you have to make all those things known you have to make it known when you are feeling that so that you can repeat that moment again like there's so many different layers to it and I feel like the average dating experience if you're not involving this person in your life routines if you're not moving past the superficial or did he give me a Rolex or a rental property? I feel like you can't like <laughs> I feel like you can't really like get to that place that you're talking about in the average dating experience of like, you know what I'm saying, that we have, it seems like. That's but I, I would attribute that to how we were raised and what we've seen thus far. Like we've been I feel like we've been like seeing like, okay, monogamy is the thing. Like monogamy is the goal. So people would try to um, operate under the guise of monogamy and not being with the person, if you get what I'm saying. Like, mm. it's not understanding the person, like, okay, this nigga don't like, uh, he don't like hot sauce, so fuck that. So it's not, instead of me being like, bitch, we eating hot sauce on everything, and that, that shit don't fucking, <laughs> it make no sense. Yeah. You're like, oh, you don't like hot sauce. Okay, cool. So my dishes, I'll put that, but in yours, I'll make something. That's like you're just being attentive to the person. Yeah, it's a Not, compromise. It's right? a compromise. It's just like y'all both working together to make shit rock. And I yeah. feel like we've been taught, like, like you mentioned, like, your grandparents being together for 50 years, right? Like, being married that long, right? Yeah. yeah. So I feel like, that's more so of a, uh, now I'm not, well, not to talk about your grandparents like that. I'm just saying in some cases, it's more like they're committed to the idea of, yeah, we're married. So we I reach so. like a, a milestone in our life and then people going to look at us like, oh, this is great. It's beautiful. 50 years, man. That's great. But it's like, I hate this motherfucker for 45 of them hoes. Yeah. So it's like, that shit don't, it don't really matter. So I think people, we've just been taught like monogamy is the goal. Marriage in a big family is the goal. So it's we just try goal. to like, we try to push the person into some mold. Like, okay, for me to get this monogamy life that I'm trying to get, I got to force your ass in the mother. Fuck it, so then it looks good <laughs> right, to everybody right. else, even though I can't stand your ass. I can't stand and lose myself in the process. Yeah, and you, yeah, exactly. And you start you you start losing yourself in that instead of being like, 
I like this person for who they are and how they think and how they're curious about everything or how they show me love and affection, all that stuff. So then you start tailoring your relationship needs and goals, I guess, to how that person can convey that back to you. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being like, okay, well, we boot up, so I got to spend... I was like, I got to hit the 7 for 27 at Victoria's Secret every fucking sale because, you know, that's 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 uh, good boyfriend roles or some shit because Twitter told you to do that shit. That's fucking stupid. Like, yeah. everybody's different. So you got to tailor your what you want as a connection with that person and not the idea of us being in a relationship. Like, take the relationship out of it. Make it ambiguous. Like, make it like, okay, it's, I'm with you. So what do I need to give you and what do I need from you so we both work together? Yeah, mm-hmm. and see, that's the thing I don't think a lot of people in our generation are, like, thinking of when they're in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. I just think they want to, like, they want to say they got a nigga. Yeah, yeah. It's more about yeah. function than optics. Yeah, and then, like, they want to be like, oh, I can post you on Instagram. Like, look what we did. Look where we uh-huh. went. Like, oh, we're so you didn't in love. You did this shit by yourself. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like people be like, oh, we've been dating for three years. We you might as well just get married him. now Same because it's like, because we've been dating for so long. But it's like, have y'all even went through the necessary things y'all need to go to to make to sure you know want to that this is life? your person yeah. in that way? Yeah. yeah. Because people the, people be getting married just to get married. Like, have y'all went through any? Like, I feel like before you get married, you, you should ain't be going did shit. Like a financial it, crisis. You exactly. Should be able to go yeah, yeah. Like, you should mental health. Yeah, mental like, health. Yeah. Like, you can't just be just the just being with people in convenient circumstances, acting like you on something with that. You ain't touched nothing yet, and life gonna unfold in ways that's gonna make you adapt and shift. You know. Yeah. Exactly, and then Definitely. people look at it. I feel like people look at marriage like as a contract, basically. Like once you sign it, like you're in it. You know, like yeah. you can't even leave. Like how you were saying, like um, with Jock's grandparents, like yeah, they could be married fifty years, but I hated you for forty five. It's like, yeah. well, I did it, so I can't get out of it. Type thing. It's like I feel like you shouldn't have that mindset. Hell no, you can, you can get out that motherfucker. What? Yeah. Say say you don't like Pharrell. All right, you're done. Bye. I'm out. <laughs> I'm. I can't do it. I can't fucking do it. We gotta. Nah, we gotta but the comfort. It's hard things. to move away. From folks after a certain threshold, it ain't 50 years. It happens way quicker than that. Like yeah, people be in relationships with somebody for a year or two and get so locked into it, they can't really make the adjustments and stuff they need afterwards. So yeah, I can't even imagine what you lock into after 50, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, you got, like, kids, like, grandkids. It's just so image. Much. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just so much you can't uh, move away from. But let me ask y'all this. Do y'all have, do y'all feel like, Y'all should have a role model that kind of you model your whole life against or should you have different role models for different aspects of your life? So, like, you have one role model for, like, your career, one role model for your uh, romantic life, one role model for, like, hobbies or, like, just a mindset throughout life or should you just have the role model for everything? Mm, For me, me. yeah, for me it's different because, like, I can look at you – and let's say like a business aspect and I'd be like, you know, you're my role model for that. I want to be like you and that. Mm-hmm. But your relationship with your girlfriend could be shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be like you and that yeah. aspect. Yeah. Right, right. But let me ask you this. Could their relationship be a product of how invested they're in, in their professional life? So if you yep. get just Ooh. as involved, if you get yeah. just as involved That's in the business point. life, would you then reflect them in your romantic life? Or how's the influence? When I look it? at what were you saying, Joe? No, I'm saying like that's like how you I don't know, that's basically like how you you if you look up to them professionally, they have other things that are byproducts of them being that good thing you see professionally, you know? Mm-hmm. Their family takes a hit, they relationship, stuff like that. Yeah. But for me personally, when I look at a role model, I don't want to be exactly like you. 
I sort of want to pick and choose what I take from yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So like your dedication to your craft, I want to take that, but I don't necessarily have to be like the way you treat your employees of how you lead them. I don't mm-hmm. have to take that from you. Mm-hmm. So it's like nitpicking sort of where I take the best from each like situation. So like school relationships, you know, business. I'll take the best from that to make some to make me the the best person I can be, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely think you have to pick and choose what you like and what you want to aspire to be in certain facets that's within people because I think everybody needs a holistic view. Like just imagine if you just stay in Atlanta your whole life. It's like you don't really know shit. You ain't yeah. you ain't go to you didn't go to fucking Birmingham. Like Birmingham's trash, <laughs> but like you didn't even go there. You like, wouldn't even cross the line. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even cross the line. Like, bro, it's just you gotta see things holistically, you know? So yeah. therefore you have to you have to take what you can from certain people and then apply it to someone else. Like I will like, okay, like if I see that you work hard, bet I can say that for you. Then I can see like if I see like a, a romantic role model and apply it to their, like, okay, like, do they work hard in what they do? And they're like, okay, well, if they do that, okay, boom. So I got you for working hard, but now I see this person that has a great love life and they work hard. And then it's like, okay, if I find somebody, like, okay, so can you? I don't but you're creating a perfect person, bro. Like, you're creating the idea of a perfect person by taking the best parts of people in isolation. And then trying to put it like a my player, you know what I'm saying? You trying to make a my player for, <laughs> for like a life. Two K, a, two, yeah. a nigga on two K. I don't nigga. know. That's y'all the way y'all trying to make a perfect like, nigga. Y'all, sweet. y'all trying to make a perfect nigga. Y'all gay. All right. Nigga. I don't know. It's like you know what I'm saying. Ninety nine handle. Ninety nine three point. I just don't feel like it's gonna it's gonna work like that. You know what I'm saying? And everything yeah. is so interconnected. Yeah, it is. But I just feel like it's not. I rather have my options and like see what I like out of certain people and then try to find one person to fit the whole thing because th- that's asking a lot that's like the perfect person that you're trying to say you're creative nigga try to put it all in one person you know so uh-huh. why not take it that take those traits and attributes you see in other people and like okay and just see how like Tyler said see how like if the if your profession is great but your relationship's trash why is that and then see if that works for other people like use people as a case study cuz i mean they live different lives but we all go yeah. through the same shit like emotions turmoil you know gratitude yeah. good shit you know yeah. so even though it may not be the exact same thing in the exact same way it's the essence of it is still the same like okay happiness sadness you know all that shit right so, i think I there like you can what's up no i think there's like um I think there is something to be said about if you have that sort of singular role model, why do you think they can be that? And I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't think I have one person like that. But I do think that if I did, I would want to know what kind of reflection, right? What kind of reflective work that person has done? What kind of um, considerations and trade-offs have they weighed? Like, I would like to know how they've come to be who they are in honest and transparent ways as opposed to just taking them as is and observing it saying this is that or this is what like I want to know that they've thought about their family and romantic relationships in accordance with their professional or entrepreneur journeys or whatever or you know like I just want to know how they think about their advocacy and uplift for others and if they've considered that amongst other things like I don't want people with blind spots you know what I'm saying yeah yeah, that's so, a good point. That's a good well, point. let me ask this. Is it okay to have a role model for one... Uh, for example, for Kobe, is it is able to believe in mama mentality and still accept all the wrong that he's done in his past, you know? Because mm-hmm. I know that was, like, kind of a big thing that people talked about right after he died. Uh, 
So, like, when you do have this one role model and you say, I'm trying to model my life after X person, but then other people are like, man, fuck that person because they did X, Y, and Z, and I don't agree with that. Is it okay to kind of be like, well, I'm no, not necessarily in ignoring it, but kind of saying, I understand that that part of their life was bad, but this one part, this good part that I believe in, I can see myself being that person. Yeah, I think you can definitely have that where you can admire somebody for something and, you know, not like them for something else. Because I know, like, after COVID, you had a lot of people who were like, necessarily, I didn't like him as a person, but, like, I respected his game and stuff like that. So I feel right, like you, right. can, you know, have two different mindsets when it comes to that. Yeah. Okay. You definitely can. It's just because, like, you have to see. But I, when it comes to, like, okay, someone like Kobe, you do have, if he's your role model, you do have to see his life in its totality, you yeah. know? Like, it wasn't just basketball legend, you know? So you definitely have to see it as a whole. And then it goes back to, like, kind of, like, auditing the person. Like, okay, I think one thing that he was really revered on, which I revered him on, too, was that as much effort as he put into basketball, his passion, he put the same effort into his family. Like, you didn't you didn't see a, um, a picture without Gigi or any other girls or Vanessa, you know? And, like, one thing that really kind of, like, broke me after what happened when he passed away had an interview, I forgot with who it was, but um, he was like, the reason why I got the helicopter was so I can spend time with my kids. Because like, yeah. I spent all these seasons traveling all over the country and playing basketball everywhere. He's like, I can't even fucking risk sitting in traffic for two hours yeah. and my daughter has a play I need to go see. Yeah. That's why he did it, you know what I'm saying? So it's like seeing that was like, okay, that's I can see why that's a good role. Because like, it's not even just the career. It's like your imprint on your family, your imprint on how other people, like, engage with their family too, you know? I'm sure seeing that has me like, damn, I need to stop focusing on work so much. Like, I need to leave work at work and then focus on my my girl, my babies, and all that shit when I get home, you know? Because that, that time is so limited. It's so finite. Everything mm-hmm. is finite, especially life. And that's something we all have to come to grips with. So it's like, why not leave my imprint on you as best I can now? So role models, I think, definitely serve a great purpose in that regard. Because I think we're all trying to, at the end of the day, we're trying to leave our mark. Yeah. Whether it's right. a mark on a person or in a certain place, in a certain, like, um, field or no anything doubt. like that. No doubt. Not like, slavery reference. But, um, you know, like, anywhere, you know? Like, you want to leave field, your mark boy. some way. <laughs> Y'all still we in, in the field, the field. Bro. We in the trenches, bro. You don't know what's going on. Hey. There's sticks on us. On that same Kobe Bryant example, though, like, just, this is a crazy thing, though. See, like, okay, yes, he was great. From what we observe and stuff in terms of his family and stuff. But if you, it thinks about, like, you have to consider what was he neglecting? Kobe, the weirdest thing about this whole Kobe thing to me is the silence around his parents. Like, they lost a son who was a global phenom, and you don't even hear nothing because his relationships with his family members is so screwed up. It's like they've had so much drama, it's to the point where you don't even see them. And, like, wait a minute. Well, his daughter and his wife, yeah, that's cool. But, like, your own mama, we ain't even heard nothing from her. And you passed away. Like, what black... You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get... Like, they, it just don't look normal. Like, in terms yeah, of, like, yeah. how they... How people are reacting, how it unfolded and stuff. And that is telling, too, because Kobe is choosing to invest in, like, Gigi or whatever, as he should or whatever. I'm not saying he shouldn't. I'm just saying you're never doing everything. You're always doing something for some reason. And you got to make it clear as to why you invest in certain things and why you don't in others. And I feel like that's an example with Kobe of a blind spot. I I don't know him. I don't know how much he tried or whatever. But I do know he hadn't talked to his parents in years. And I know, Mm -hmm. like, for example, he hadn't talked to somebody like Shaq since 2016 when he retired. Like, 
that kind of stuff to me is like it just makes it weird, you know? Yeah, yeah the I Shaq mean, thing but, is really weird for me. But I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing because you don't have to give yourself to everyone just because they have some relationship with you or they feel they should have some relationship true. with That's you. True. That's true. So true. just Definitely. because they were his parents or because you it was a teammate for, I don't know how long they were teammates, but like six years or something like that. Something like but that. Like, Still, it's like just because we did have that previous relationship doesn't mean that relationship has to continue, especially if it wasn't beneficial for me. Like, if my mental health wasn't um, the greatest with you, then, like, I don't necessarily see a reason why you should try to continue just because you hold a title to me, like a parent, a girlfriend, a cousin, a brother, a sister. Like, if that relationship isn't healthy, then, like, just drop it. And I'm not saying that's what it was for Kobe. It was just the fact that, I mean, I don't think we should get too harped up on... um, Keeping and maintaining relationships with people that aren't beneficial to our mental health. Certainly not. Like, I'm not suggesting if people are toxic that you should force the relationship just because they are related to you in that way. Like, I'm the last person to think that. You know what I'm saying? We kicked my uncle to the curb a long time ago. I'm just saying, like, it's like, (laughs) it's just more like, I don't know, it's more like if you're going to take Kobe as a role model, on this topic of role models, mentorship advising, if you're going to take Kobe as a role model in terms of a family man, how do you think about his role with his daughter who he actually birthed? Well, mm-hmm. he didn't birth her, but he created. And, yeah, like, versus this, this other <laughs> element <laughs> of his family life, this other element of his family life is, like, something about it is something I don't want to have. It's like, how do I take True. that and know that they're not connected and or when they are connected or whatever. I mean, you have to know Kobe, right? That's the first yeah, step. But, I mean, but that's, like, just, that's just your job as the person taking whatever you want to take away from Kobe. You have to understand, like, you want to maintain that relationship with your parents. So, I mean, you have to build that. You just have to go outside of the mentality of Kobe and maintain it. I mean, you don't have to follow Kobe to a T to where you got to say, ah, man, fuck my parents because Kobe said fuck his parents. (laughs) That's just just not smart. Yeah, don't just blindly follow. (laughs) Like with role models, you shouldn't just blindly follow trying to be, you know, just a mini version of them. You should want to be your own person. I just, you know, took took what you gave to the world and, you know, just use it to help me move along. Pretty. Yeah. And see, going off of that, that's that's what I like to hear because I see so many people on Instagram posting stuff about, like, uh, the. Uh, I see so many posts, so many people posting about the billionaire um, mindset where they're like, oh, I'm waking up at 4 a.m. in the morning. I'm responding to emails. I'm working out or doing some bullshit. And I'm like, just because Warren Buffett were, wake, woke up at 4 a.m. doesn't mean you have to wake up at 4 a.m. to build the same type of stuff. But like, if you know that you're a night owl, if you know that you perform better after 8 p.m., yeah. do that shit. You know what I'm exactly. saying? It's and then like, you got white privilege. Why gotta address my shit to him? <laughs> nigga, you don't, like, you don't get it, rich by waking up early. You get rich by capital accumulation. Why do people don't I'm understand saying. that? <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, it, 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 are you gonna make more money before four a.m. than you are? Ain't nothing make open, after nigga. Eight? That's <laughs> Everybody didn't need to buy you from your sleep. So what the fuck? Like I hate um, people trying to tell me that there's only one way to do something. Like it's not. Like, it's not one yeah. way to do. There's not one way to have relationships with uh, family and friends and loved ones. Not one way to um, go for your goals and dreams and shit. But I think like role models are good because it gets to show you get to evaluate them and then apply it to yourself. Exactly. Like, 
yeah, like, I'm not, nigga, I'm not waking up at 4 in the morning. Fuck that shit. I, I start getting creative around 3, 4 in the morning, you know? Yeah, like, I don't wake up till noon. Yeah, you yeah. Till and look noon. at me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a job. You got a job. Exactly. See, look. He been sleeping his ass off for five years straight, and this nigga still got money. So that's, like everything's fine. For like a decade. <laughs> 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 nigga was snoozing all through them MLK days. Nigga ain't know what test they was taking. But shit, he got a job now. Shit. He got AirPods. He's I doing great. I hoes. <laughs> <laughs> You just gotta you gotta take what you can from it. So so no does, do y'all have specific role models like currently that you guys are really like looking up to and like following right now? That's- for for me, I have three main areas I'd say, or I used to. For like family and love, it was my pops. Mm-hmm. Well, it is my pops. Shout out pops. Um, for school, it was uh, my professor, Doctor Thomas, and then for business, it's um, Gary V. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, my cousin Miko. He's been pretty big in my life. So those are the three main aspects for me. But you know, what about y'all? What about you, Aaron? Definitely Alexis Guy. <laughs> oh yes, yes, must be. Ari. Both kicked up, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Ari. Mm-hmm. Those IG baby mamas, man. That's what you aspire to be. Just... <laughs> Shut up, bro. <laughs> Just an IG baby mama, you uh, know. Yeah, man. That's what you, you want to be, man. Down you get the way. paid to just wear like Fashion Nova clothes. Like you're getting paid to like just wear like exactly. cheap H and M. So young, young, it's so inspiring. <laughs> Dej Loaf, like all the like LGBTQ rappers, you know, they're just coming up big. Mayor Pete Buttigieg, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Those are your, okay. So Shout Fashion out. Nova and cheap sweats. Okay, yeah. I like that. Stretchy material, you know. Of course, you need. Okay, I el- got you. Elastic waists. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say for me, like just as of late, I just been thinking about like my big brother is like definitely a role model for me because he always. Like we were talking about before, like not being so harped on the end goal, but focus on the journey. Now he like beat that shit into my head. He's like, it's a sculpture. The sculpture's not done in a day. You got to keep chipping away at it every, every day. Like mm-hmm. just keep one little thing, you know, and he, he kept, he keeps saying that. And then seeing him and how he pretty much built himself up and he set out to do what he wanted to do and he's doing it is just phenomenal to me. And he's not like... He's not like a super like rich billionaire or anything. Just the fact that he's doing it is more than enough for me to be like, oh wow, that's amazing. Cause he's still doing what he wants to do. He said he said he's gonna do something, then he does it. That alone is just motivation for me. Cause I don't wanna be someone that um gives out like faulty like promises or whatever. Like, I say I do this, but I don't do it. Then that becomes like a habit and then that's a character flaw on me. So he always, he's like my biggest inspiration, honestly, because he just shows me like, bro, you just got to keep doing you and focus on your grind. Then what you want to come out of it will come out of it. But you're so focused on what you're doing now. You don't even have to worry about what happens 10 years from now because that shit is already written. set in stone. Yeah. Yeah, it's already written, you know, it's already already down. Like it's going to happen. You just got to get to it, you know, mm-hmm. like just show up and then everything will be there. Yeah. So, yeah, he's my biggest inspiration right now. Definitely a role model for sure. He's dope. What about you, Tyler? You got anybody you've been looking up to like recently? Um, I would say probably like from a family aspect, probably like my uncle, just from his mindset. Um, I mean, just you know, he's been married since I think like two thousand one or whatever. Uh, just he just seems happy in life. I mean, as my cousins raising them, they seem like really good, happy, fun, like good relationship with him. And like, I don't want to be that parent that feels like. Um, 
alienated from the kids. Like, I don't want to be, like, my kids' friends, but at the same time, I don't want it to be where Why my not, kids dude? can't come up to me. You um, don't want to be a son, homie. What kind of... Blake, what kind no, of no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, like... I'm saying, like... I'm saying, like, don't hug me. Go to sleep. <laughs> like, no, nah, not, not, not from that aspect, but I'm saying, like, I don't want to be, like... Uh, me calling my friend, my my son, telling him about my personal problems. You, you want a level of respect? Why you don't want to talk to your child yeah. about what's going on with you personally, bro? Is it like a level like, of respect? I'm not that you I'm saying, son, bro, this racist white bitch, fake ass, fake ass, tough nigga. No, what I'm saying, no, no. What I'm saying is, I don't want to go to my son when he's like 15, like, yeah, you know, me and your mom, like, we go, you know, I don't want to be okay, like, you don't want that. I don't want to have to. I don't want to be that parent that like vents to their kids and puts all their problems and stuff on their kids. I don't want that level of relationship. What are you gonna do about it? Go play Xbox, nigga, 15. <laughs> no, but I'm saying I, mean, like, I don't. Not, shit, anyway, I don't anyway, <laughs> y'all better figure that out. How he uh, <laughs> lives his life from that aspect, uh, making sure my cousins do the best they can do. Like, my like one cousin he does like robotics and like uh, he does architecture type stuff, and another one he Ooh, like fancy. swims. You can't do no math. Piano. That ain't your mentor. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I mean, like, just just uh, exposing kids a lot. So my mom exposed me a lot, and she's my mom's probably like my role model too. Um, I mean. Debt free, almost paid off the house, making bank. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just living that's her life. She went back bro. to school. Yeah. She went back to school, trying to. She like living her best life. So I mean, like that's another role model. She know how to make macaroni. Like, yeah, of course, bro. Come on. She wears bottoms. You got a kid, of course. <laughs> I mean, he kind of skinny. You know, I don't know. He really, she already got her under control. Since he ain't feeding him. From a business standpoint. I can't say truly that I've met someone I want to emulate. Um, and that, I think, is because I don't want to stay in, like, the corporate life for the rest of my life. Because, like, some, yeah, of people, some of the stuff Nigga, these people no. say, <laughs> some of the stuff that these people say that I've been hearing, it just seems like unnecessary work that I don't want to have to do. Because, like, yeah, you know, like, I spent 20 years just being someone's do boy, just doing whatever they want to do. And then after those 20 years, I've been able to do exactly what I want. And I don't want to wait 20 yeah, years to then, do what I like want. Like another episode, your dick going to be wrinkled by then. So then you're not having no fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything is cyclical on the show, man. I'm telling <laughs> exactly. you. Like, I, I don't want I don't, I don't to re- reach my work peak at like 55 like that to me that just makes no sense like what it like what the fuck have you been doing for the you last 30 years that, nigga. Like, yeah like so i mean from a business aspect i don't think i've met someone um that i want to emulate my life again so i'm still and then part of that too is just still me trying to like um plan out how i want to live yeah. um in the corporate world but other than that um i mean i would say i don't really having like famous people that i would consider like a role model or something like yeah. that um mm-hmm. just because I can't ask them questions, you know, like, because every situation is different for everyone. So I don't want to necessarily say, oh, like, I want to have the mindset of like a Gary Vee where he's just like, fuck it, do whatever you want to do. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, go, blah, to, blah. go to the thrift store, get a, get, get a cabinet and sell it outside of Dallas <laughs> for five years. Yeah, then you yeah, have like, $90,000. <laughs> then you go buy a Tesla, sell that bitch. And now you have a business. Like, nigga, then how this yeah. shit works. And, and then like, with that, you only see the surface level. You yeah, don't see what's yeah. really going on. And, and I can't ask him about like all the struggle that he had. Yeah, I can't like, ask how did about, you get to? To yeah, this point, like yeah, you so only like, see like them at that point. Yeah, so I don't, I don't necessarily have any famous people that I want to emulate my life against because I just yeah, don't know baby them. Mama and I don't, yeah, I don't know what the Shit, fuck they're that. doing behind the camera, bro. Because it's like people put on a show for that, and you don't know yeah. what the fuck going on behind whatever they, behind their IG, Twitter, whatever. Because you don't see them every day, so you know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, you never see, you never see the full scope of things. What about you, Jai? What's your? You, you got a role model line before we head out? Yeah, um, I would just shout out. We doing our shout outs, kind of. I would shout out my. Um, a lot of the people I met, like, throughout undergrad, they don't even have to necessarily be way older than me or higher in whatever role or stature, but I feel like they 
definitely influenced me and allowed me to just unfold and evolve and stuff like that. They were patient with me and also patient with themselves, which is why I look up to them. And they don't necessarily, some of them are like my professors, like Professor Kendrick Watson or Lamont Terry, who are like black men in like education research. Like that, I definitely look up to them. But like aside from that, um, I just kind of saw how people built community, saw how their priorities were um, to like what their exposure to the world was and stuff like that. And I really, I feel like I get a lot from them. And aside from that, I have like homies that I would consider in a lot of ways role models and they're the same age as me. Like, I feel like all my folks out there, like Austin, Issa, they're not necessarily Shout there right Austin, now. Google Maps, the homie. Yeah, like I feel like they just have certain aspects of them that I would like to emulate in different ways. And even if I am never what they are in certain ways, I feel like just understanding what our distance is and like why they are the way they are is so helpful for me in terms of thinking about the future. So shout out them, bro. Shout out all the role models that y'all mentioned. And hopefully yeah, I yeah. think I think this was real powerful in terms of how we how we think about this. Definitely. And most important, shout out to everybody listening to this bitch, man. We fuck with y'all the long way. Fuck the with me. Long you know, way. The long way. All right. Nigga <laughs> 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 getting freaky at the end. All right, cool. We're going to run with it. All right. So uh, thanks, thanks everybody for tuning in. Thanks for all the support. Keep the Blank Ones Pod on Instagram. Blank, blank Ones, ones pod. pod. Fuck with us. Look at all our selfies and our uh, beat tutorials. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Let's hit, do all that shit. Hit your boy up for freelance work. You know, freelance I do whatever. Work, Sam got that I cut your grass. Sleep. You know, he cut your grass and get you a perk after. I watch your cars, do haircuts. Rate, review, subscribe. Thank y'all. All All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. Stay out the field. All right, bye.